Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Pulse podcast. It is Monday, so you know what that means. It is time to hear only my beautiful voice and not Joey's, unfortunately. But you will get to hear his tomorrow, hopefully. He's on his way back um, from his little vacation that he took on Thursday. He's coming back sooner, sorry, sooner than expected, which means you'll get to hear his beautiful voice tomorrow with me. Uh, not sure what we're going to talk about, but uh, meaning the draft coming up. Uh, next Thursday, you will probably get at some point this week, if not definitely next week, uh, our own mock drafts. But until then, we got some hockey to talk about. All right, so we're just going to jump straight into my power rankings. So we got quite a lot of movement, only one new team again this time, but it is nice to add some new teams onto the list. Uh, I definitely think they deserve it, but they are going to be towards the end, so you'll have to find out a bit later. Uh, the first team that is on there, uh, like last week it was it's going to still be the same it's going to be the colorado avalanche uh, i know devin dubnik did win his debut for the avalanche he looks strong uh they beat the, the blues four to three i believe uh the avalanche are currently on their second covid break this season so they won't have games until i believe april 22nd i think is their uh projected return date but i think they have anywhere from three to six players on the covid list right now so hoping uh, they can get their games back in because we are coming towards the real, real end of the season. So uh, I definitely want to see them into the playoffs. So I'm hoping that maybe they might just have to take the last two weeks off. Uh, I think they're going to be in the playoffs anyway. Uh, they're top of the division. They're top of the league. So they should make it regardless. I don't know what the league's going to do if they're going to have to take another two weeks off. But until then, they're going to stay on top. Uh, they're 39-4. and four. They're first in the West. They're first overall in the league. Uh, they've been on fire. They're 9-1 and one in their last 10. Uh, there's not much to be said about the Colorado Avalanche besides the fact that they're really good. Uh, moving to number two, this was the team that was ranked three last week, so it's going to be the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they've won their last six in a row. They're 7-2-1 and one in the last 10. Uh, but for me, the Vegas Golden Knights, they need to get better secondary scoring right now. Uh, their top line is producing a lot, but their defensemen have produced well. Uh, Goaltending play obviously has been solid this year with Leonard and Fleury. Uh, you know, I need to see them prove themselves with Colorado going to be missing games now. I need to see them start to win some games. Uh, they did win a lot of games recently, but they were against some weaker opponents. You know, L.A. and Anaheim aren't that great. Uh, they will have a series against Colorado and Minnesota to end the season, so that should be fun trying to decide the standings in the out west. Uh, but for me, really, they're going to stick at two. They've been strong. They won the last six, even though they were against bad teams. Uh, that's really not going to knock them. You know, you got to win bad teams to go. Uh, make it, but you also have to beat the good teams, and they've done that this year. Uh, so for me, you know, they sit 31, 11, and 2. They sit second in the West because of how good Colorado is, but they're only one game behind them. Uh, so they're going to jump from 3 last week to 2 this week. But like I said, they really have to prove the Colorado out. I want to see them really take that jump, uh, and I want to see them make it. That's going to be a fun division to watch for come playoff time. All right, moving to 3. This was the team ranked at 2 last week. They're going to drop one spot down. It'll be the Carolina Hurricanes. They are currently 29-10-4. and uh, I have been a huge Carolina Hurricanes fan from uh, last year. I like what they were doing, and I like what they're doing this year. They're a very legit team. They sit atop of the Central Division for them. Uh, you know, they're 29-10-4. They've only had points uh, not in 10 of those games, and some of them have been close, some of them not. Uh, for me, you know, they did win their last two. They beat Nashville twice. But uh, the only reason I'm going to knock them down is because Vegas has won six in a row and because they lost two before Nashville against Detroit. Uh, that does not look great for a team that is hopefully going to win their division going into the playoffs, losing against the worst team in your division. 
Uh, but I still think they're a good team. They've had a very strong season. They're going to make the playoffs at this point. Like I said, it's really going to be a battle between that four spot in each uh, division, and I'm sure I'll go over that probably around next week when we get closer to the playoff time. Uh, but for that, until then, they're just going to drop one spot. They still sit top three in my head. Uh, I like what they're doing. I think they're strong. I think they're going to make a real good playoff push. So I'm going to sit them at three pretty comfortably. Uh, moving on to the team number four, which is uh, happens to be in the same division as the Carolina Hurricanes. They were ranked six last week. Uh, in case you don't have the list up, which you probably don't, but that's okay. Uh, it should be the Florida Panthers. They're ranked six. They're going to move up to four. Uh, a Carter Verhage being out is a pretty big loss for them, but they have dealt with their fair share of injuries this year, and they have still battled through them. Uh, you know, Barkov went out a couple times. They still have not had Ekblad. Uh, I don't think he will be coming back at all this season. So, you know, they're still battling through with injuries, and I like that about them. They seem to be resilient. They're a scrappy team. They get it done in a very tough division. They sit 28-12-5. and uh, they're 6-3-1 in their last 10, and they have impressive wins against Tampa Bay and Dallas. They do have a couple of losses recently against Carolina. That's why they're not going to jump them yet. Uh, I'm not sure. They're really going to have to prove to me that they're better than Carolina by beating them. I think they have one series left to play this year, so uh, that will be the only way I really see Florida jumping Carolina because I don't see either of these teams slowing down. Uh, I, I like both of them, but I just think Carolina's a bit better, and especially head-to-head, Carolina's just been better this year. Moving on to number five. This was a team that was ranked eighth last time. So I think this would be tied for the biggest mover on the list. But they, I think they'll be the biggest mover going up. And that'll be the Washington Capitals. They are 29-13-4. and four. Uh, They have won... No, they lost last night. Uh, they got slapped around, but that's because, you know, they've had some goaltending problems. And I believe Samsonov just came off his COVID break, uh, if I do recall correctly. So it is not really his fault. Boston's been hot recently. Uh, they probably will make the playoffs barring a really big New York Ranger push. So losing to Boston is not the worst thing in the world for them, but they do need to win uh, games against the tougher teams in their division. Obviously, they're going to have to face that Boston team again probably in the playoffs if they sit at one and Boston sits at four. Uh, but Anthony Mantha, their uh, uh, trade deadline addition, sorry, uh, hey, he's been hot. He's got five points in his first four games with them. He has four goals. He is a goal scorer. That's what they needed. They got it. Uh, you know, he's four goals, one assist with them. But my big thing for Washington is the only reason I can't put them forward, well, there's two reasons. A, uh, I'm sure if you've been listening to these, I've been harping on how bad the East Division is. Uh, F- uh, Philly's been terrible. Boston, no, no, not Boston. Uh, Buffalo, we know what that meant. They lost 18 straight. Uh, New Jersey, as uh, a Devils fan, it is sad to say, but they're terrible. They're 1-8-1 in the last 10. Uh, there are three really, really weak teams in that division. So I'm going to keep harping on that. But for me, their biggest issue is going to be goaltending. Uh, Vanasek and Samsonov have been kind of mediocre this year. Uh, they both had their moments, but that's really going to have to improve because the other three teams in their division have kind of found their goaltending. Uh, Varlamov to Smith. And Jerry, uh, you know, and um, Halak and Rask for Boston. Those guys are kind of cemented there. I think goaltending-wise, Washington is the least uh, effective in their division. But they're 29-13-4, like I said. They're a good team. They get it done. Uh, we know what Ovechkin is. They had another goal scorer with Amantha. I like this team. I think they're strong. I just would love to see their goaltending improve. Uh, moving on to number six, and this is a team that's going to fall two spots down. They were ranked four last time, and that's going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they have lost a couple games recently, but 
Uh, you really can't fault them, but you know they're not as strong as they are. They lost Kucherov to before the season even started, and now they lost Stamkos. They're kind of they're just the short straw in that division. They're gonna make the playoffs. They should. They got a big lead over Nashville. Those three teams at the top with Carolina, Florida, and Tampa. They all have sixty plus points. Um, they just they have the short straw in that division. They really do. It's unfortunate they they lost their two best offensive players. I mean, Vasilevsky's been really good. Their defense has been good. I liked uh, the addition of adding Severed at the trade deadline. I just, like I said, they're just not stronger than Carolina and Florida. And that's unfortunate for them because this Tampa team, you know, they won the cup last year. Uh, just riddled with injuries. They probably could have made another push at it, next, uh, at it this year, again, without the injuries. Uh, they might have Kucherov back come playoff time, so they're either going to have to face uh, Florida or Carolina. They're probably going to be the three seed coming in. I don't see them. Beating the other two, it's possible. They're a good team. They're a depth team. But, you know, for the injuries, and they dropped a couple recently, I can't put them in front of the other teams that are just doing really hot right now. At seven, uh, this team was also ranked seven last week, so they're not going to move. It is New York Islanders. Uh, I, you know, I've claimed them to be very boring to watch, and they still are. Um, but for me, they're losing to teams that they have to beat right now. They lost, their, they lost two straight to Pittsburgh. They lost their last two straight to Boston. They lost one to New York, the Rangers, and the Rangers are going to play spoiler. They've come really, they've come alive. They come into their own this year, and uh, recently they've come into their own. So it's not, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world to lose to these teams. But these are teams that they're going to have to, especially Pittsburgh and Boston. These are teams that they're going to see in the playoffs. They have to go beat them. And dropping two straight isn't amazing for them. Just offensively, they have to improve. They added Paul Mary at the deadline. They added Zajac at the deadline. I think Zajac was just kind of a throw-in for New Jersey for cap. I'm not sure why. I don't think Zajac was much of a producer for them, but really it was Palmieri. He's a pure goal scorer for them, and he hasn't really come into his own yet for the Islanders. He struggled at the beginning of the year for New Jersey this year. For the Islanders' sake, they're really going to need him to pick it up because they lost Anders Lee. I just I need to see more from this team to move them up, so they're going to sit at seven still. Coming at eight... Uh, this will be the team that has moved the furthest down, and it's going to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. They sit 28-12-5. They were last ranked 5 last week. Now, for those of you who don't know that I've been harping on the Maple Leafs for consistency all year. They started off really hot. They were the best-ranked team in the league, and I harped them on for being in a bad division. The division has kind of turned it around. Montreal has been decent. Vancouver's kind of been decent recently. Edmonton's been good. Uh, Winnipeg has been good. So, Ottawa's kind of just been the short straw, the bad team in that division, but we all knew Ottawa was going to be bad. The rest of the teams have been kind of good, but my big thing is for the Maple Leafs that they lost their last 10 of their last 21, and they've lost their last four straight, including losses to Montreal and Vancouver. I'm just, I don't know. Like I, I claimed this at the beginning of the season. I said it was going to have to be consistency for me, and this is what I'm talking about. Campbell's been good for them, but he lost a couple straight. I don't know if this is going to ruin his confidence. They're just, I don't, it's just something about this team that they always just have so much talent and they just can never put it together. They're going to make the playoffs, obviously. They're ahead of everybody in their division by a couple of points. They've all played relatively around the same amount of games, except for Vancouver. If Vancouver gets all their games, then they might squeak into that last spot over Montreal. I'm not sure, though. They're one game under 500, so I don't know. But for the Maple Leafs, they're going to make the playoffs. They're just going to have to be consistent. And losing all those games, 
it's just not good for them. It's not good to have bad momentum going into the playoffs. So for them being as cold as they are, they're going to have to drop over teams that are just really hot. Moving on to number nine. This would be the newly ranked team. Uh, I added the Pittsburgh Penguins last week. They're going to stay on the list, but they're not going to come at nine. The Penguins are going to stay at ten. Uh, for me, I'll I'll start with ten here. The Penguins are not going to move. They're twenty eight, fourteen, and three. They're six, three, and one in their last ten, I believe. Uh, for me, they just need to. They just have a better secondary scoring. They're still without Kapanen and still without Malkin. Uh, I like their goaltending play recently. It's gotten better. DeSmith struggled a little bit, but now he's kind of find his legs again, which is good. I like the Penguins. I like this roster. I think they're going to be a stronger team in that division. I really couldn't tell you who's going to win the East. They're kind of all kind of even. Uh, I just I just think Pittsburgh kind of was slower than all the other teams to start, but they're not better than the Islanders or the Capitals. That's why they're going to be below them. Uh, but they do have impressive wins recently against the uh, Bruins, the Islanders, and the Rangers. Those are three really good teams in a division, and they have to win those games. And because they are, they're going to stay onto the list. Now moving to nine, which is the team that wasn't ranked, and that's going to be the Minnesota Wild. Now, I know last week I talked about I need to stop disrespecting the Pittsburgh Penguins. This week, I need to stop disrespecting the Minnesota Wild. They're 27-13-3, and, and you know I haven't been able to talk about Kroka-Prizov, uh, and I really like this kid. I think he's really good. Uh, he's a 24-year-old kid that they've been waiting on to come up uh, come from overseas to play with them, and boy, has he arrived. Uh, he's been... Outstanding for them, probably one of the bigger reasons why they're doing as well as they are. They currently sit third in the West, uh, but it's tough to you know, win a lot of games in a division where uh, the Golden Knights and the Avalanche really aren't losing that many games. So it is, it's good to see them stick around with those guys. They have wins against both of those teams. Uh, but for me, Kaprizov's been really good. He's been the, bigger, the biggest story there. But I think one of the most underrated components for the Minnesota Wild has been their goaltending. Uh, Kat Conan and Cam Talbot have been doing much better recently. Talbot started off really slow, uh, but he does. He's gotten his numbers down to a 242 goals against, and he's got a 922 save percentage. Uh, and Kat Conan, he's, he's, this is his first season in the NHL. Uh, he's been playing overseas. So he, having a 266 and a 910 in a division where teams are scoring like crazy. St. Louis has proven that they can score. Obviously, Colorado and Vegas, they can score. Uh, the Knights, when on it, they can score too. So it's a tough division to be a goaltender. So seeing Talbot and Kakonen succeed as much as they are recently is good for them, and I like that. So that's why the Minnesota Wild are going to come nine, just because they're playing in a stronger division. I think they deserve to be a bit higher than the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, thank you all for tuning in to another NHL Power Ranking episode. Uh, this is the third week I'm doing it, I believe, and there will probably be two more before the playoffs come. And hopefully, 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 I can get Joey to talk about some hockey come playoff time. I'm almost going to force him to do it because uh, I think that will be good for him. I think it's good uh, for him to start learning some of the teams just because it's going to be an interesting playoff format. Uh, I went over the playoff format last time. I'll go over it again uh, on a later on a later date. Uh, what you guys can expect for the rest of the week, uh, Tuesday, Joey and I, we're not sure what we're going to talk about. He is just getting home uh, from his vacation, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. So we still haven't talked much about uh, recording, but you know we will talk when I get home from work tomorrow about what we're going to do. So I cannot say anything is confirmed for Tuesday. 
Uh, as far as Wednesday, Joey should be back with his power rankings for the MLB. That should be on schedule. Thursday, we will both be back talking. Once again, we haven't talked much this week because he's been on vacation. I kind of wanted to leave him, you know, get uh, his, you know, get his mind ready and, you know, just kind of relax on his vacation. So, um Probably by Tuesday or Wednesday, we should know what we're going to talk about on Thursday. And then Wednesday will just kind of be a random episode where we just talk about, you know, whatever we feel like. Uh, last Saturday, if you guys didn't tune in, or I guess the Saturday before, uh, we did a couple of weird question um, episode, and that was personally one of the more favorite ones that we've done on the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, I would highly recommend going to listen to that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we had quite some laughs, um, you know, going through it. So... Uh, besides that, once again, I want to thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.